The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Yeah, alaikum everyone, and you're listening to Sisters Speak on Inspire 105.1 FM, and you're here with me, Faiza. Me, Amina. And me, Marian. And we have not been live on air for a long time, so if we are rusty today again, <laughs> please forgive us. Um, but yeah, Asalaamu Alaikum everyone, hope you're all well and good. And today we are going to be discussing identity, and this will be in terms of the multiple identities that we all have. For example, we have our cultural identity, our Islamic identity, you know, we have our the kind of identity that we have when we're in the workplace and like we have the identity that we have when we're with our friends you know we have different types of identities or personalities when yeah. in different situations so before we get into that Mariam do you want to explain what our show is about so our show is a platform for Muslim girls to voice their own opinions on current events and issues and even form discussions on general topics such as religion, culture, politics. We want to note that all opinions and views are our own and we respect all other or opposing views. Thank you for that. And also, if anyone would like to get into contact and join in on our discussion, give any advice as well as to what we will be discussing and what we are discussing, then please uh, do that. How can they do that? Sorry, uh, uh, you can text or WhatsApp us in on o triple seven nine four eight one eight two two. You can also call on o one five eight two four eight one eight two two. And we are on Facebook Live. Um, yes, yeah, you know, so you know, live video. You can comment on. You can comment the under the video. Yeah, let us know your thoughts. So before we get into that, uh, before we get into our main topic of identity. Uh, we have our little segment, which is Thought for the Week. So this is just something we want to share, some advice that might be useful for ourselves first and foremost, and then our listeners, and also the listeners as well. Please do join in. If there is something beneficial that maybe you want to learn, I mean, that you've learnt, or maybe you just want to rant or anything, you know, where it all is, let us know. So who would like to go first? Mariam. So my Thought of the Week is... Uh, it's quite a personal one. I've been thinking about university because I've had a year off. So just transitioning back from work to studying, it's kind of giving me quite a lot of anxiety because, Why? again, I have to make new friends and kind of figure out, find my own routine because when I first started university, I struggled a lot because I didn't do the particular A-level um, so I studied English literature, I didn't do my English A-level, so I was jumping from my GCSEs to a degree level and I found myself comparing uh, myself to other uh, people in my class because they, it was so easy for them, it was almost effortless for them um, and basic things that they knew was something that I had to go out of my way to learn. Um, so again, I'm just kind of feeling that type of anxiety because I have to read about... 80 books wow <laughs> 80 se- books yeah like in two semesters but um and i haven't read one book since then so i think it's just dismantling those anxiety and thinking yeah. where is it rooting from you know if i start preparing for it and taking one step at a time i think i should be fine and i think it's organization sure. because obviously this is my yeah, final definitely. this is my final year as well so it's also that anxiety of finishing i think i'm thinking way too ahead but it's it's only six months left of my whole entire education 
in, in perspective. Yeah. Of course, if I go to further education, that's another thing. But it's something that you work towards from GCSEs right until you finish that last day of your degree. So for me, it's just... Yeah. Uh, it's like, you've got this. It's your last stretch now. Yeah, it's just pushing the hardest stretch. Of course, it's going to be anxiety, but you yeah. will, like, graduation day will come before you even know it, inshallah, and then, yeah. honestly, you will feel so happy and relieved. Just maybe just focus on getting the degree instead yeah. of, like, the, you know, the other bits of, like, oh, I have to... You know, the making friends thing. Mm. Like, you know, this is your final year. Like, mm. nothing's more important than, you know, the yeah. books, the 80 books that you need to read. Yeah, no, the thing is with me is I like, to, I like to have... Um, because obviously when you're studying so intensely, it's really good to have friends that yeah, also... Yeah, And sharing notes. Sharing and notes and like um, people that are actually very grounded and work ex- hard as well because I don't want to be with... Yeah. I you, don't want you to you be kind of get group. motivated as well. Yeah, you, it's not... It's motivation. It's not motivation. It's, but for me personally, I need I need to be friends with people in, in my class. So in case I don't understand something and they are work hard workers, then we can share yeah. notes. And I find it really... I struggle if I don't have that. Yeah. And it's just kind of figuring that out. But... At the same time, I think because I've done two years of the degree, I should be able to. I have very, very, alhamdulillah, I have very, very good. I've built very good relationships with my lecturers, so they understand my needs and they know that I stress about everything. <laughs> so they know that I know I'll keep coming for them, especially it's my final year, and I know yeah. there's so many resources available. It's just taking that first step, kind of figuring out. Okay, I have four modules to do in semester A, and doing the reading and the preparation for that. And also, there's something else. I don't know. I hope I can get your advice on this, Faisal, because you've graduated. It's how... Okay, I don't want to sound not nice. <laughs> That's the way to put it. But I'm, oh, I, work, <laughs> I work really, really hard. And yeah. I want to get a good grade. And there's people around me who don't work as hard and okay that's completely up to them right but if they want to be okay this is i'm actually asking for advice if they want to be partners with me how do i politely ask them like i want to know their grades because i don't even know like i don't want them to be be my work off me do you get it thrive off me because if they're not going to put the weight on because yeah. something i experienced last year is um a person she convinced me that she would work really hard and then she pulled my grade down completely and i was so shattered because i worked so hard day and night to get to where I am and then when someone pulls me down it's just uh, it's unbearable for me so mm-hmm. how do I maybe ask them um like I don't know like in the like what are your predicted grade because what they say I don't year? know and then they don't it's like you, oh, what uh, do you think you're gonna get because, because as your result for your degree yeah because the things or what are you aiming for yeah. Say that, and then I think maybe you can grasp from it yeah or even is... ask them for a piece of their work in exchange notes or I would never send my work, work to anyone exchange pieces of work that you've already done oh, that's yeah. already been marked and see that's like, true you know because then you can kind of get ideas off each other as well yeah because I really don't to be honest, at the end of the day I'm never going to see those people again and I should take priority of I don't want to be seeing someone who's really pretentious and stuck up and they just think they're so intelligent blah 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 no it's if you work hard and I want them to work hard, but I want them to be in the same, same level as me. So then I don't have to feel, like, scared that I'll be pulled down. And I won't feel responsible pulling someone else's down. Do you get it? I mm-hmm. want to be in an equal way. And I think final year is that year that you Definitely have you to be very down. strategic. You have to be very strategic. Because my, my degree is quite is quite heavily based on group work. So that's why I'm, oh, okay. that's why I'm like, that anxiety is coming from. Because, you know, a lot of my percentage will come from that and... If they pull me down and then in my final year and because so in the first Maybe two years, speak to your lecturers as well. Yeah, I think that's true. I'll actually that's actually a very good advice. I'll ask my lecturers yeah. who do you think 
because they know my personality so they will be able to yeah, vouch fair enough that's that's quite good advice i think the main thing that's not really a rant the thing main thing is if anyone's in my boat same boat as me is um when you have sort of anxieties towards a new thing or something just mm-hmm. dismantle it and, and see. you kind of overthink everything yeah, but you maybe take it one step, step at a time. time like what are you actually overthinking yeah. Do it like break it down completely to the to the core, mm. and then just take it one step at a time. I think just yeah, dismantling it, rooting it out, as you yeah. said, and you know seeking help. I think a lot of things can be solved by just seeking help. Definitely, Amina, your thought for the week. Um, my thought of the week is about change, and oh, okay. that, you know it's sometimes when like your life is suddenly become a bit different it can be really it can be really difficult and you might start you know comparing yourself to another person's path who looks a bit similar or you might think oh if this didn't happen then like this wouldn't I wouldn't be I wouldn't be I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be in this situation you know but I think we need to when when anything like when anything big happens in our life and it we're not handling it well. Yeah. I think it it's a sign for us to step back and be like, okay, you know what? This actually needed to happen and this is just life. I think we as you grow up you realise a lot of things do change in your environment and a lot of you know, a lot of things happen and you just have to keep going and you know, things are gonna be different and it's fine. It's just adjusting to that. Yeah, you just change. need to adjust to your like to the maybe it's like a new environment maybe you've moved house maybe you know something has changed right you need to just be like okay this is how it is now you can't possibly go back from this because it's such a big life change so we i think we just have to learn to accept things i think some some people it's harder than others and also just you know if you're finding it difficult it's still even though you can't do anything about it, it's still important to let it out. Definitely. You know, like it's something that you, maybe you wanted to plan something, right? And it didn't go to plan at all. And it's really upsetting you. You know, you can't do anything about it. But you know, when you have those thoughts in your head and it's just eating you up, you mm. you literally just need to spill it all out of your mouth to somebody and it, like just be like can you listen to me I don't need your advice I just need you to listen to me <laughs> and they'll be like yeah okay great and you're like yeah good I feel better <laughs> you know what I mean yeah like I think we we've put pressure on ourselves to just handle our emotions because it's like you know what this is my emotion this is my head I shouldn't, yeah I don't want to burden someone but what you don't realize is that a lot of people around you want to help you out and if you're keeping that in, they'll notice anyway because you're keeping it in, you're probably going to feel worse. Mm. But, um, yeah, there's kind of a mishmash of thoughts. Um, no, but it's <laughs> just more of, like, accepting the change and, like, kind yeah. of getting through it because it's, it's it can be ha- overwhelming as well. Yeah, and have someone to talk to about it because it is... I mean, we all handle change differently, but yeah. if you're if you're not adjusting to it, there's always someone around you who can help you and maybe there's someone who's going through this change with you I mean mm-hmm. we're all or someone who's experienced the same thing it's just important that we all um know that we can talk to each other and that or maybe when you talk to that person they it know does that, help they you know that they can them. talk to you yeah. when they're going through something as well definitely 
That's mm. my thought of the week. I think it interlinks with mine, really, is that change, isn't it? I think Adjusting to it. Adjusting to the change. It is, it is all about organisation. And for me, it's all about organisation and dismantling it and talking to someone. I think a lot of problems can be solved by talking to someone, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, true. That's why um, we have each other. Yes. And Aww. listening as well. Group hug, guys. Yay. On air. <laughs> um, my thought of the week. Uh, what is my thought of the week? <laughs> listening to us. <laughs> no, I think mine was just... it. Well, I don't know. Maybe as a result of your thought of the week, it's just self-care. Mm-hmm. Taking care of yourself. You know, having a break. You know, everything can get hectic every now and then you know you can feel overwhelmed whether it be with work with school family everything like that but you know I think it's very important that you should take time out for yourself whether it be a couple of hours couple of minutes won't be like that that's not enough you need to take a good few hours out for yourself you know get some fresh air by yourself like you know self-care by yourself whether it be I don't know going for a walk go and have a massage or you know, just take a few, like, a few moments to yourself. I feel like having a lot going on all at once, like, every single day you're occupied with something, you don't have that chance to breathe. And when you do, it's right before you go to sleep. And even then, you still seem to be kind of overwhelmed and your brain still seems to be working. And that's when you find you can't sleep anymore. Exactly, and then it's just, like, scroll, scroll, scroll on your phone. But... Self-care is important, whether it be catching up on your sleep, whether it be, you know, having a stay-at-home all-day kind of lazy day even. Like, I'm sure everyone enjoyed this bank holiday weekend, you know, because, you know, you get that little break off work. But even at the same time, it's like catching up on things that you are doing while you couldn't... Catching up on things that you are doing that... What? <laughs> I think you're trying to say... I can't say it. Catching up on the things that you couldn't do th- throughout the yeah, week. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I can't speak today. It's been a long day. <laughs> but, um, yeah, catching up with those things that you can't do during the week. So even then, you know, you need to take a break. Like, take time out, you know. Just stop doing what you're doing, you know. Get off your phone. Get off whatever. And just relax. Just take a moment to breathe, you know. Be, I feel like you're, you kind of overrun yourself and you kind of go into overdrive when you're constantly working, 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 or like one thing after the other, after the other. Like, you know, you can only take so much and it's very important that you don't kind of overload yourself saying, thinking that, yes, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this because sometimes you just can't. Like, your body just can't take it even though you think you can. And it's that getting that rest is so important. Like, even mentally as well, like, you'll feel more refreshed. You'll feel, like, you'll have a more clearer, like, perception on things as well. Because sometimes when you're just in overdrive, that's all you're thinking of is, now I have to do this, now I have to do this. Like, rush, rush, rush. But it's like, take that moment, take that time, have your breather, and then, you know, carry on with life. Self-care is important. And it's, Mm. I feel like it's kind of not seen as... Um, something that's necessary yeah. mm-hmm. I think I, I think the when you were saying that the person that comes to mind is our mothers mm-hmm. I think our mothers are the ones need that a break. they need a break and they need self care and I think we should encourage that yeah. in some sort of way like you know let me do this you just go go to bed <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stay, in bed. <laughs> stay in your room take, take a nap <laughs> I yeah. know you haven't been sleeping like literally like just 
you know or even just encourage them by telling them to go out yeah you know treat them or even if they don't or even go out with them going yeah. out with them i was going to say that going unless out they want to break from you yeah, listen, then you know, you know what? I'm sick of you. Let me go by myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> first offer them. First offer them. You know, go, I'll send you for dinner. And if they want to go by themselves, then let them. But you know, it's it's some of it's just a bit of time out because they work and they come home. They do all the housework and then they go to sleep. And I think that is actually quite very very exhausting. Like I can't imagine having a full day of work and then coming home and doing everything. Like that's just. I think we need to be able to. Yeah see that our, our parents are that. humans and it's honestly it's it's draining our parents are humans too yeah like it's it's crazy how much you know that they do for us yeah and you know it shouldn't go unnoticed give them yeah even if you if they don't do self-care give them something that will allow them to do self-care you know give them a gift or give them something yeah. that will make them happy definitely moving on our hot topic i picked um our hot topic as you know back to school back to college back to university starting university advice just something brief and small before we can go on to our main topic which is identity so the reason why i want to touch base on this topic is because it is basically the end of summer i mean surely everyone just saw the huge hailstorm that just happened (laughs) um before even though it was like so hot we're all sweltering and and literally honestly dying for dragging ourselves to the mic (laughs) but um now it's like it's the end of summer come on like august is finished or like it's the 27th today august is the sunday of the year yeah wow that's really that's really i don't know what's going on your mind there but it's a little bit um (laughs) but it's really crazy how this year has flown flown by yeah it's like almost 2019 is over. Yeah. 2020 is just at our door. So. Now, children, you're going back to school. Thank goodness. I'm joking. <laughs> That's literally how everyone feels in my house right now. Literally. Like, like they need to go need now. To go like, school. just stay there. Oh my God. <laughs> so, children going back to school, whether it be anyone else starting university, starting a new job, whether it be starting college, now it's time. You know, to get back into that kind of routine. Get back into the swing. Yeah. Of get back into your routine of waking up early in the morning instead of like three, four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, you know, wake up early, get your routine back to normal, get your sleeping pattern back in check, start getting your stationery. <laughs> you know, I feel like at uni that going for a stationery shop doesn't it's the, it? It's, it's the not best. a thing. Would you say it's a thing? But it's just, have thing. Just, just I have a pen now. Just yeah. Like, oh my god! It's literally just you just need a pen for uni, and even then, uh, some people come to lectures without a pen. Okay. I'm just like, I only have one pen. That may be your advice. My advice is to have you know your folders, you know, you know all get organized your, in your modules. Get all your highlighters <laughs> together. Highlighters yeah. are so important. There's some nice ones. Like if you want to be excited, and get those pastel colored ones. I don't have them, but they look wow. Pretty. I mean. That's nice. Even the tags. The tags for books are so important. If anyone studied law like I did, honestly, those tags are your lifesavers in exams. Okay? So get them. (laughs) I think one thing is as well, like, once you've done a lecture and and that will be just quick. I know everyone says it, but actually just have a look back at it. Have a glance back at it. Or even if you just before the next lecture. Always go over notes. You go over notes and make notes. What I do is I do the notes in lecture. So the ones that like really scribbly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can describe it. And then I write them neatly. So when I do have exams, I have a neat version. 
that I can like highlight, mm. edit and understand because otherwise the one that because we know when you write in in the moment you write spontaneously it's quite fresh in your head so you're able to remember what you wrote yeah definitely even if it's like a bit messy but if you look at that six months later you it, don't, know, it won't make any sense it won't make any sense so that's why it's really yeah. important to rewrite your notes in a neat version unless you have neat handwriting yeah. then you don't need to go through that but, for but at the same time that it helps you to um, establish those concepts in your head so you're rewriting yeah. the things that you've learned and so it's one way you're having neat notes and another way you're going over and you're summarising so it's like a refresher yeah. in your brain your notes yep. yeah um, I think well first and foremost as well congratulations to everyone who has gotten into university and into college and who are Anyone who's just done their GCSEs yeah well done like well done your parents yeah, are so proud of you yeah <laughs> but I feel like it's now the next step and then like you this is like you're you're growing up and you're moving up on in life and you know things are starting to get serious now GCSEs are over college you know these are very important that you choose things that you enjoy mm. don't pick things just because you're kind of being told oh you know you need to go down this route you know it's yeah. very important that you choose subjects that you enjoy and that you know that you know you'll it's something that you'll look forward to learning i mean also, come on would you imagine studying something you don't yeah don't want to study but just because you think that like this is a good career yeah but, um i also wanted to mention that if you're choosing um like a levels or something to do at college i don't i think what i found after college is that your route to university isn't just one route. It's not just, you know, here's yeah, your A-levels, go to university. There's so many different routes. Yeah. I know some people who have got, like... Apprenticeships. Yeah, apprenticeships. Which are, like, so uh, good nowadays. And, you know, even, yeah. if you, even if you do want to go to university and you feel like you've not done well mm. in your GCSEs University is not still, for everyone. But even if you want to, but you haven't done yeah. well, I feel like there's still so many different ways to or get routes there. To yeah, clearing is still open for yeah. most universities. Yeah. And there's not just one s certain way or like um, certain subjects that are like, you know what, these are the good subjects and these are like mm. the ones that are not yeah. that great. You don't want to look at those. But sometimes, you know, if you want to take a certain route that's not not all your friends are taking or you think this is more suited to you like btex for example i feel like that's really looked down upon I like we've all seen the memes mm. right but i feel like there a lot of people get into university with btex and they seem quite good like if this thing works for you if you think that suits yeah. you yeah mm. you should just go for it and like you said if you're not if you're not into university but that's all everyone wants to, to do and you you're not much of an academic yeah. and there's so many other things like apprenticeships are so good for those people who exactly. prefer the practical side of things mm. and there are so many good apprenticeships with like really big companies as well that yeah. you know all it takes is research that's yeah. all you need mm. like i know sometimes in certain colleges and stuff it's very limited and they kind of just i think they, i don't know it depends on which college but in my mm. personal experience they it, i think and I know a lot of other people agree as well. They didn't really give us much advice. It made, they made it seem like there was only one uni path to was university. The, yeah, and like it was only uni, nothing else. Exactly, and that's the only so, way to get a yeah. job. But it's not, it's like you can go so much further in life aside from university as well. It's not for everyone, hmm. honestly. Like from when I was in my first year of university as well, we had so many people drop out because it's just something they couldn't hack. 
it's a lot of you know being independent independent study and from going from GCSEs to college where you were kind of taught this is what you need to do now this is what you need to do now this is like you're being kind of told at every single stage to going to university where you're just here's the lecture okay that's it now like you know what you decide to do next is like your choice mm. so I feel like it's just important that you you pick the path that is right for you you choose the subjects that you think you're going to enjoy not to please so and so in your family or because your family like are pushing you because culturally as well you know there are the desired roots of you know being a doctor and engineer and so on but like if it's something you enjoy and it's something you want to pursue then go for it Mm. you know you can't do something yeah i mean you're not gonna i feel like you won't perform well yeah Mm. because it's something you're being forced to do and remember like especially with a college it's two years and these two years are very crucial very intense yeah so like just be careful in terms of what you take on and how much you decide to take on as well yeah because you have you have to work really hard for it and if you're working so hard for something that you don't even mm, like yeah really it's a difficult. waste of time you want to work hard for something that you that you that love. you enjoy because it drives you even more it motivates mm. you to do better as well and even those in the final year um year 11 as well like you know your GCSEs like it's important you know it's extremely important like, don't just think oh they're just GCSEs like (laughs) kind of push it to the side like study hard you know and from this you will kind of see what kind of path you want to go down as well because it gives you the idea that you can see your stronger subjects and your weaker subjects Mm -hmm. and it helps you to kind of establish where you want to be as well and then helps you choose what courses you want to do at A level and BTEC as well but yeah, join us after the break in a couple of minutes where we will uh, where we will be discussing identity, inshallah. Thank you so much for joining us in our first half. You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome back to Sisters Speak on Inspire 105.1 FM. And you just are now joining us after the break. We are now discussing our main topic, which is identity. And just before the break, we were just doing our little hot topic and our thought for the week segment. Now, to get involved, um, please do text or WhatsApp us on 0779481822. You can call into the studio on 01582481822. Or you can join us on our Facebook live stream and comment down below. And I think we do have someone who has commented, Sammy Sam, um, he, or she, <laughs> said, education is never a waste of one's time. Jobs are always going to be around. Which relates back to what we were just speaking about just before the break in terms of going forward with um, uni, college and GCSEs. So thank you for your thought and opinion. Sorry, just getting a bit <laughs> in the same there, guys. Moving on to today's topic is identity. And the reason why we chose this is because there are a lot of different identities we have. And it's just, why why do we have this? You know? No? Getting a bit Everyone's just like philosophical really in here. <laughs> why do we have different identities? Okay, wait. Because, the because, question, wait, let me answer the question. The first question <laughs> is, what is identity? <laughs> um, identity is who you are. Is it? Yes. Really? See, you asked. Right. What's your answer? 
You asked, we delivered, it's who you are. But what about who you are? It, like, what the is things it? that make who what you things? are. The aspects, so I can't... What aspects? Every aspect. It's what? whatever you make, whatever you think that makes Break you... Break it down. Whatever you think. What makes your identity? Let me speak. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> She's just saying who you are, who you are. No, but what? it's, it's not... The way I describe identity and what makes my identity is going to be different to what makes your identity, right? Obviously, there's certain things like in terms of ethnicity. Yeah, so religion, those are the aspects that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's, main, that's what I was asking. The main generic ones, but there's certain things that made you as a person and that identifies that. That's how you identify it. So, for example. Wouldn't that be your personality, though? No, because personality is something that. So, I could have a bubbly personality, she could have a timid personality. You could have a different personality, but your identity doesn't... A personality inter, intertwines with your identity, but it's not who you identify with, right? So, for example, my right. identity would be that, you know, um, Muslim, right? So that's something that I identify with, but and I think that, you know, um, uh, obviously I'm from South Asian, I'm Bengali as well, so that's my identity as well. So there's... There's certain things that has made me, and also I suffer anxiety, so that is part of my identity because that's who I am. So I think I'm trying to hit, that's what I'm trying to hit, that there's certain things that make you a person and only you can identify that, if you know what I'm saying, guys. Amina, help me out. Brain freeze, I'm joking. <laughs> no, it, that makes perfect sense. We all have different things that make our identity. Mm -hmm. We're all different. Yeah, it's just, just things that are... Um, yeah, a big part of your life, I would say. Do we so, have? So we do have different types of identity. Yeah. So uh, I think we'd all say that what like our identity is that we're Muslim women. Like yeah. being a woman is part of your identity, your religion, your race, your ethnicity. So Pakistani. Yeah, like your beliefs. I feel like everyone has a different identity depending on how they live their life. So we have our um, Muslim identity, our cultural identity. Mm. But I think person for you like for each person all these small things about them makes their identity whole. 100%. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like I'm not, So we have one identity. I'm not separately a Muslim and then I'm Pakistani like that's yeah. just like that's ridiculous. This is, like I'm one person. Yeah, it's a just, mesh of different yeah. aspects. But then can we but then what happens when it all just kind of mixes together and doesn't really create it creates me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is going wow. so cheesy. <laughs> Right, so we have all these different... So we have one identity, but we have different branches mm -hmm. that make this tree being identity. Right, okay, yeah. Do you want to capture it that way? Yeah. Yes? Yeah, that's a good analogy. It's a good analogy. Oh, thanks, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> Fine, you said something positive to me, you know. I'm joking. Um, why do we have different types of identity? Because we're all different individuals. <laughs> do you want me to take it wrong? Yes, please. I think it's a, the reason why we like put it in such high regard is because we we need to feel like we belong somewhere, mm. and like we have to. I think as humans, we like to categorize everything. So. It's like you know what this is. Uh, this is an apple, and this is an orange. You know, like these are. Like this is the fruit and aisle. A banana this and is the, or a pineapple. This is the crisps aisle. You know what I mean? Like if you need to so make. It's like an organized manner. You need to make sense saying. of things. Right. I think it's just natural for us to do that. I mean, if we didn't have. But then, how can we? Why do we mix it then? Mix what? 
all our I identities. I think that's, that's the beauty of it because, you know, having... <laughs> Having different aspects of identity, so you know your cultural identity and your religious identity. So you know culture has certain traditions that make make your cultural identity um, colorful, maybe. But they can't food. mix with our religious identity, though. But can like, they? If, if we, yeah, in some aspects can they? they can. Well, because, for example, halal food, right? Everyone knows how to what halal meat is, but everyone cooks it different ways. So that's. Right. So, for example, an Asian person will cook it to different to an Arab person, oh, yeah. but it's still halal. You see what I see? So they culture and the but tradition. That's still religious. No, because it's halal. Still, but like the no, cooking as in part the seasoning, of it is the seasoning part of it. So you will season it with Asian spices. But what has no identity-wise? I'm trying to explain oh, that. Yeah, so, yeah. So I'm saying so everyone. Not cooking-wise. <laughs> no, I'm, so I'm talking about how religious identity and cultural identity they they can mesh together. That's what your question yeah. does. Because but is that a good thing? Yeah, because it personalizes everyone else. So you know, if when you have diversity, that's what you need. You need different identities to come together. So religion, when you have like, for example, relig- religious, um, something that's ordained religiously, it doesn't mean you have to have one straight path. Everyone's individuals and come from different demographics, and that's okay. And then the way the way they adopt it, it's it's individual to them. That's how Islam made is made easy. So that's why I gave the cooking example that in Asian culture we may season something one way and in Arab culture they'll season it one way but both are halal meat. Yeah, but then we have negatives of where the yeah. cultural identity kind of can sometimes be superior to our religious identity. Yeah, which is that's when the issue comes, when we, when we allow it to intertwine and we lose sight of, you know... Our religious identity. Yeah, religious identity. So things that... Do you are think made, that's you, common? For example, interracial marriage, a lot of cultural perspective would be like, do not marry outside your culture. Yeah, but do you think it's common? I think it's very common. I think it's very common because the thing is, uh, the way I see and the way I understand, and I could, it could be limited, is that, you know, when in our families that came from South Asian countries, religion and Islam was not separated. They were taught together. So a lot You mean of religion things, and culture? Yeah, sorry, religious, yeah. religion and culture. They were taught together. So they were able to separate them, whereas here, the first... Whereas in this you country, can distinguish it you can distinguish well. in it because we have the third identity of being British. However, being, we still do have the communities that are deep rooted. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. This. That you know, um, the the generation before us, they've come along with their traditions and the understanding of religion because they were taught it in one way. Yeah. Whereas us, we are we we have a mesh of identities. So we have the Asian identity, we have the Muslim identity, we have the British identity. So some things about us that were quite British, like talking about the weather all the time. You know, they're just oh, no. <laughs> just adding you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <actually> <laughs> but I'm just saying that those there's different identities and we're able to distinction. I think also the access to research and understanding and learning. Yeah, definitely. I think the resources we have is what they didn't have that at that time. So they had they had very limited resources to learn about their religion, mm-hmm. whereas us, you know, we, we were, le- were able to learn about different opinions and views, etc. Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, like, slow down a little bit, <laughs> no, because I'm just... It's a good point, what you're saying, though. No. But do you think which identity of yours prevails yeah. most My Muslim among identity. others? 100% Muslim identity. Yeah, I'd say the same thing, because yeah. I don't... You're Muslim first before you are anything else. 100%. Yeah, because I, I feel like with... Um, with culture, I mean, we have our, you know, our British and our Pakistani or Bengali culture yeah. that is, you know, we um, 
we enjoy like certain things but then there's some things in these cultures that we can't do and it's fine like I'm not gonna delve into that so is it like a pick and choose thing you pick and choose things from culture to make your identity yeah I'd say so but is that the only thing that you pick and choose do you pick and choose no as in like is that the only identity that you pick and choose from do you pick and choose from your religious identity do you pick and choose from your other identities I think the one thing that I don't pick and choose or try not to, I mean, I tried and I, sh- I think you should strive not to do is your religious identity yeah. because obviously Allah's guided us. Yeah, of course. Allah guided us for a reason and He wants to protect us or He wants the best for us. Mm-hmm. And so our understanding is very, very limited because culture comes from human traditions, whereas religious. Yeah. Like religion. How can we kind of stick to that religious identity and not kind of, you know, There's do certain wrong. things in our culture that we shouldn't really be doing I think it's just being yeah. knowing what is allowed for us in Islam and it, it's not like I think the way we're breaking it down mm. makes it seem like it's difficult but it really isn't like it's not like I'm thinking okay I'm British and these guys going to the pub uh, am I allowed to do it like it's just a given like I'm not yeah I'm not gonna go but how you know but it can be difficult to kind of put like when it comes down to our culture and religion especially with um you know we have family who are so deep rooted in cultural traditions mm-hmm. some of those traditions islamically are not correct i think it yeah. just How comes down we to your education kind of, you know pull yeah and i think away from that i think there's another thing as well adding to that is when you're trying to explain that this is actually not islamic it's your understanding of culture and you're just trying to portray it as islamic i think yeah. that's something that I personally feel is really frustrating because you know that Islamically is this is for example it's not correct yeah it's not correct or is correct for example just give the easiest examples interracial marriage right Mm. that you know that's permissible but why are you using culture but you won't allow it because you're not the same yeah yeah it's not the same and you're using you're picking part of religions to to support your cultural yeah. view that's not right that's that's so true that's literally the one example that is like very common it's very common and i think that you need to move away from that because you know islam Even is so flexible as well. islam is so flexible and if you're trying to you know i don't understand how people can say you should um you know stay within your culture then they wouldn't be asian muslims arab muslims you know, there wouldn't be a, there wouldn't be diversity and you know uh, they say that you know you should marry someone similar it's not just similar in terms of culture. It's yeah. similar in terms of understanding and education. Those, if you, you don't need to be from the same culture, but if you're both born and raised in the same way in the same country, then that's the similarity. It's mm-hmm. not culture. There's no specifics in that. Yeah. And I think that people need to kind of understand that you know, the thing that matters the most is your character, mm. is your closeness to Allah, and obviously there's practicality yeah, about the financial and blah blah blah. But just to say that you know. Or it should be similar, which means it should be Bengali. It's mm. it's completely wrong, and I think that people need to understand that Islam is a very beautiful religion, and it empowers and it allows it us to, to accommodates us to us and well. allows us to spread Islam through yeah. marriages, right? So I think we need to be able to have those conversations and, and have those dialogues, and I think it's quite it's quite frustrating to dismantle that this is your cultural view, mm. this is not religious view, yeah, and you need definitely. to be able to. And I think. I think we owe it to them to kind of explain to them, but if they don't want to understand, then if we know in our hearts that we're not doing anything Islamically yeah. wrong, all we could do is pray for their guidance, to be honest. Do you ever find it hard to kind of like identify yourself with one particular identity? Um, personally, I wouldn't 
say so. Have you ever I, had any difficulties? Well, let's say, for example, religious identity. Mm. Especially being a hijabi. What What do you mean by struggling with it? Like not so, knowing? like we are very like publicly, openly, visibly, yeah, mm-hmm. visibly, yeah, basically. Do you so, ever find it difficult? Oh, so do you mean to be being like a visible, um, like Muslim? Well, I feel like the where we live in Luton, there's a lot of Muslims, so it makes us comfortable mm-hmm. in our like in our the way we dress, like yeah. in our hijab and just the way I carry myself. So for me, I don't think I've uh, struggled with it, which is like I, th- I feel like it's um. Oh, I don't even know the word anymore. I'm like losing words out of my brain. But it's like it is a privilege mm-hmm. to not struggle with that in this mm-hmm. country like, because there are people who do you know mm-hmm. they do struggle with you know getting yeah muslim identity kind mm-hmm. of yeah and i think so i know people that have struggled with it like at um certain schools for example if they're the only muslim yeah. girl there i think when you wear a hijab you're a lot more different to the people around you like i wouldn't be able to speak for how i wouldn't be able to speak about the struggles for a boy because I don't know. To me, <laughs> the way I look at it, like they could uh, growing up as a teenager, they would look like their peers if there's not many yeah. know, Muslim boys there. But for girls, I feel like it's a lot more because you put the hijab on like, yeah. if you choose to, and and you look a lot more different. I feel like it's a bit more. You have to, um, uh, for some reason, explain yourself yeah. Yeah. more to people. Um, like I, you I get have a lot family that I've had like, to why are you struggle with it. it. Yeah, it's just something How that do you feel and like it's yeah. And I think even well, I've said I haven't been able to. I haven't really struggled with it. But even just walking around in public, there's a small. There's a. I think it, I maybe didn't notice because I've had to deal with it ever mm. since I put it on. But you just feel mm. this tiny bit of pressure to be a certain way because you don't want people to think you are a bad person yeah. or you overcompensate like if there's you know someone at, I don't know at the shops giving you dirty looks so you mm-hmm. start being extra polite so they don't think that you're some like yeah. raging Muslim do you know what I mean I think we str- I, I think we all struggle with that in like different yeah. scales I guess yeah. who or what influences your different types of identity Religious is co- like definitely like we know the answer. What about our cultural identity, our work identity? I think family and your family and our yeah, friends as well. Friends, yeah. No, people, the, the way people we are. around you as well, and what, also what you feed yourself with as well. So, do you change who you are when you're with your friends and when you're with your family and when you're at work? Yeah, I think, I think you have to. There is some sort of performance that you have to a do. Performance. Yeah, it's a performance because you know when you're at work, you have to put your professional face on and you need to behave in a certain way and you need to sometimes it's a I more do, professional manner I, I, sometimes I guess I do it depends feel, on your workplace I, I, I sometimes do feel like maybe naturally we do overcompensate so you know you might feel like you're the only visible Muslim in this you know in, amongst your co-workers until you try it's just naturally because you're trying you, to be pleasant as much as you yeah, can. Yeah, you try to try to make make a because you don't know who impression. has like a stereotype in their head. Of course, and that's yeah. what I think. That's what maybe gets to us in certain environments. I think that it's that fear as well. I think uh, like even the thing that where I face it, where I face the sort of feeling that okay, I'm very visibly Muslim is when I use trains and I see people looking at me and I'm just like okay. 
like for example I experienced it once I was on the train and there was an empty seat and this child was just came she just ran up to me and sat next to me and then her parent didn't look and she was okay with it but when she looked at me she dragged her child off the seat and I was like wow okay then what was that about Aww. and that really disheartened me because I smiled at her and I was just being nice to her like I was just like she was sitting next to me but it just made me feel just because you know it could not be her fault maybe she's you know trying to because obviously Muslims get quite bad media um like people look at them they're really portrayed bad. negatively yeah they're yeah. portrayed very negatively it's 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 kind of the unknown again because we don't know why she's wearing this or and any news related to you know Muslims is always it's almost always negative mm. um and the positive is not really brought into the light so in that sense i think it's like really it's kind of you have to kind of stick through it i think putting that smile on and even though you don't feel it because you just feel that they they look at you so negatively and then you just feel really bad about yourself mm. but you just have to think you know end of the day they don't what they how they treat you and how they perceive you is not you so separate that feeling yeah and i think it's you know we're getting reward for that struggle i think we need to forget i think we need to remind ourselves that i think definitely what you're saying helps with those who are struggling with yeah you're getting reward yes i was watching a video actually recently and it it was it caught my eye because it said put take off the hijab so i was like what why is the sheikh saying that right <laughs> so i think i don't know how i think he just thought that would capture people so i watched it and i was like so he was trying to have people say so it didn't have inverted commas that's what i think they forgot Click to put yeah, <laughs> yeah i think should have, i think i think they forgot to have the inverted commas take off your hijab because yeah. a lot of people talk about that so he was saying that you know it's really wrong for people to say take off your hijab you're not doing all the other i think me and Pfizer were discussing yeah. it you're not putting your hijab on properly you're not behaving properly etc etc but the sheikh was saying that you know wearing the hijab is one good deed and if you can and allah loves those who are consistent and if you try to wear your hijab and you're doing it for the sake of allah that's one good deed if you take that off you're removing one good deed so how do people undermine someone or try to pull them away from doing one good deed who's more who's like who's more responsible of creating more damage how can you pull it? i just don't understand how people can discourage people to take the hijab off just yeah. because their perception of what is correct is not fitting but allah says that if you're trying and they're sincere then that's what all it matters in and end of the day allah's not going to look at ex- every single day he's going to weigh it up in the day of judgment i've said this before he's going to yeah. weigh the sincerity so do you might be you know saying to someone oh you're not wearing the hijab properly etc etc but you're just gaining bad deeds and she's trying sincerely and sincerely and she's having that relationship and you you hurt her how how are you going to answer that to allah yeah that's so true so i think that you need to i think people need to be more conscious of how they talk yeah to because you know another. that can literally discourage someone completely yeah and you'll be responsible for it not yeah. not it won't be her it would be you discourage someone from doing a good deed because you made her feel you almost bullied her into taking it off yeah so anyone who is struggling with i feel like we all struggle 100% especially when it comes to our muslim identity like you'll go through ups and downs there'll be fluctuations as well but you know you just have to keep it kind of consistent just keep going with it and just stay strong with it mm-hmm. yeah one thing i um i read somewhere i don't i don't know what it was but some uh someone was saying that one thing about growth is that it's not it's not linear it's like taking um two steps forward and one, one step, step back, back yeah. it's still one step forward like we all have that with anything that we're dealing That's with so with true. our faith like mm. we see dips in our iman throughout the year all the time and i think for some people it's because uh, we're using we're talking about hijab i'm going to talk about like use that as an example is 
like we shouldn't be discouraged if we went from you know um being able to read quran every day and then to not being very inconsistent with it and feeling upset or disappointed with yourself it, that's just an example it could be anything that you're trying to do i mean don't be discouraged you still had the fact that you were reading the quran every day gave you that love for it yeah so if you're wearing the hijab every day you have you're getting used to it you're growing to love it and maybe if you are you know struggling with it at some point and you think you know why am i struggling with it this must be a bad thing but you still took two steps forward and that you're still in the right direction i mean we're, we're gonna struggle with anything yeah, that of course. I, I find that i think we'll all agree that when you're um when you're like going on a journey for something like with your education with your faith with anything i mean even with small things like cooking i mean you make mistakes along the mm. way but it happens in the end yeah like course. it you're still gonna get there we shouldn't um I think it's really wrong for people to discourage you from doing something that you're trying so hard on when they have no idea what like is what, and what, what you're going through. Yeah, as well. what you're going through or even what it took for you to even put it yeah. on. For some people it's so hard to put it on for so many different reasons. I mean, we're living in this um country for some maybe if you're a young girl and you go to a a predominantly non-muslim school it's really difficult to put that on because yeah. like there's all these girls around you and they're like you know when you're a teenager you want to look nice and mm. there's all these cute hairstyles you can do you'd think oh my god i'm missing out on that it's so brave for young girls to put on the hijab especially when they're surrounded by all these other things that are fun yeah and i true. think we need to be more encouraging than um discouraging when we have no we're, sometimes it happens and they don't even know who this person is i mean that's mm. just that's just wrong what other influences do you think we have in our identities like what influences our identity i think just personal experience sometimes mm. i think we um like it could be your friends but at the same time it's things that you've gone through on your own journey and it kind of makes you who you are yeah it makes you who you are it makes you um talk the way that you do or it makes you a certain it gives you like you know you talk to other people it in makes a certain like way. you who you are kind of yeah brings that like edge to you yeah okay interesting like have own. you ever had an identity crisis i think when you were when i was a teenager i was sort of figuring out um who you want to be just, just kind of like getting to grips. I think even like where do you fit in? Where do I fit in? And also, you know, why is everything like how you said everything's just bombarded at you and there's everything's a mesh yeah. of different Life cultures. Life comes at you quite fast. Yeah, especially when you're going through once you're like charged puberty. Yeah, cultural. Everything. Your own. So much responsibility. Yeah. So much. Like you're identified as um as a Muslim and everyone knows it. Yeah. And then. It's just, I think it's quite difficult at that time, but once you mm. go through it, it's just like, okay. So again, I feel like it's the whole going through one thing at a time and just breaking it down, look overall. I feel like you end up finding your place one way or the other. It will yeah. take time, but you'll get there. Yeah, and you just have to live yeah. through it and know that you will and get there in the end. And you have many different identities all throughout life. <laughs> yeah, and they're all a part of you. Yeah. Embrace it makes, them. It makes you who you are. <laughs> Like, you are Mariam and you are Amina, you know? 
Like it's your cultural, religious, your friends, whether it mm. when you know when you're at work, like all these different things, they make you who you are. And yeah, basically coming to the end now. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, please do join us next week, inshallah. Thank you so much. Salam alaikum. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.